0: Good afternoon, and welcome to the Life Science Rush Hour with Matt Corcoran. Hope everyone's having a great day. Uh, I'm going to start off with a, just a quick overview of the markets. Not much to report there today. Is the is uh, they were pretty flat, uh, slightly up actually. So we'll we'll at least take that. Um, a little surprising considering the oncology um, conferences wrapping up and bio, which bio is more of, of course, of a almost like a marketing type. Uh, conference more than you know a lot than a lot of science being done there so um still a little surprising because you do see some news leaking out um here and there probably the 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 exciting thing for bio for me which i'm not there but i do follow the the updates is being from philadelphia um seeing the the mass bio people having to uh pay up on a bet and wear some eagles gear and, and provide some some uh adult beverages and and Boston delicacies to the to the p a bio crew. so always good to see that. um let's go eagles uh, moving on, I went to a great event this morning, a uh, med tech event uh, here in the philly area. an event catered towards early stage companies um, seed angel round type deals. Um, what was really interesting, and there were some investors there, some corporate um, venture as well who we presented, um, and really it was the it was digital health and med tech. Um, probably a, a slight um, got started talking about the, the 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 digital health and and the biggest take or a couple of takeaways I got there is you know who's who's really you know with, with med with digital health you get people coming from the tech sector, um, which is totally different from. Um, you know, an FDA approved and regulated device. Um, Maybe not the correct terminology, but it's kind of like the Wild West where you can just do whatever. Hey, I created this thing. It's not going to create bodily harm. I don't have to worry about regulation. And then you move into med tech and you have to go through an approval process. It takes a long time. You know, in med tech, you don't hear speed to market um, versus in digital health, you do. But what's interesting is how they're converging more than anything. Certainly different sectors, um, they see themselves differently, but there's more and more conversion. Um, you know, you might see a digital health that's an add-on to a med device, um, and that line's becoming more and more gray is where, where that separation lies, um, and how it will in the future. Um, you know, an interesting comment was made is if I'm a digital health, I'm collecting all this data and my job is to monitor you and I get the data and I don't alert you or the correct people that something's wrong, who's liable. Is it me? Is the person collecting it and monitoring or is it someone else or is it, Hey, it's just they there you're, you're just SOL. You know, I don't know. And I think that's going to be something that's going to be, um, need to be addressed in the future. Um, from my perspective, is how does insurance play into that? You know, if if you have a cyber policy, for instance, um, a lot of carriers are going to exclude that that type of risk um, because it's bodily injury and bodily injury is excluded on most cyber policies. There are some markets that can that can cover it, um, but a digital health company they look at their, themselves more as a cyber exposure. Whereas the product's liability that might have an exclusion for um, network failure or something along those lines that could cause um, a, a bodily injury loss so there you you could have two exclusions you know exclusion on each policy so that there's no coverage, which certainly won't be the intended um, solution or remedy if if you're if you're the company and then you find yourself liable so that was a really interesting point he. The, the, the speaker brought up, um, you know, some, some other things that, that, that were um, talked about and moving back to kind of the entrepreneurial people and the, and the companies trying to, to um, grow their companies is it, it, it is such an over, the healthcare system is so overburdened is how do you make a successful product there? Well, the first thing you do, especially on the digital health side is it's got to be a, a, a viable product. But it cannot disrupt the workflow in a negative way or even an equal way. You know, it's got to somehow or another improve and make the workflow more efficient. If it's just a hey, this is a great product, it does this, this, and this, and got all these features. That's great, but it's probably not going to stick. It's got to figure out how how does this get you, Mister Doctor, five more minutes or ten more minutes in your day. That's what digital health has to do. Um, if that's kind of the route you're going down. Uh, along those same lines is the the, the difficulty in um, wearables, um, and where the difficulty lies there is in the adherence. Uh, just as we all know, you know, you know, taking your pills and adhering to that is difficult. Um, the wearable market is even more is even more difficult. Uh, The average Fitbit wearer is done at six months. Um, So you you really have to pick who you're gonna, that's a route you wanna take, who are you gonna target? And there's three groups that, from what I've learned, have really good adherence, or better than than average. Those are, you know, women that are pregnant, pediatrics, and oncology patients. Um, That seems to be where the market is. And that was, again, the big thing is you have to go to a big market here because you can have the best idea in any kind of digital health. But, it, but usage is going to be difficult pretty much in every channel, whether it's the doctor, the patient, um, the administrative end. It's going to be really tough to get people to change their way. So you have to expect that there's going to be a, a pretty low usage. And the only way to combat that is to have a big population. So... It was a really interesting uh, little conf- or little meeting. Um, you know, some interesting companies presented um, that. Who knows? Two three years from now, we we could see in the uh, in the field. Um, you know, a lot of on the on the neuro side. One on the anxiety attacks. One for kind of like an ADHD. And then there was a great diagnostic company there as well, who is targeting geoblastoma. So overall, great you know, a great use of time, learned a lot. Um, It was put on by Pact of Philadelphia. They had the uh, corporate people, corporate venture from uh, Independence Blue Cross and then venture seed from uh, the Dreamit group. So great conference, great participation, great um, presenters, and time well spent. That's about all I got for today. Hope everyone has a great uh, rest of the evening and we'll, we'll we'll catch you soon. Again, if you ever need ever want to catch up with me, you can reach me on my blog, mattcork.com, or you can email me directly at matt, matt mattcork.com. and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Take care.